This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. It's time for this week's movie review, and I'm joined by Jay Forey from BlindSideReviews.com. Hi, Jay. Hi, Stephen. How are you doing today? I'm really good now that I'm talking to you, Jay. I love chatting about movies with you. I know you do. You're a, you're a big movie fan, and uh, I know uh, I've been, I always talk with Simon about you, how much you enjoy Star Wars, and you know, uh, Stephen, you know, I have some bad news for you, and you may have heard Star Wars now is moved back. It was supposed to open in the summer of uh, 2017. It's December of 2017, so six months later, uh, Stephen, are you going to be able to wait that long? No. That's far too long to wait. Do you know, sometimes, Jay, when I hear things like that, I think, oh, I could be dead by then. Exactly. You know what? Here's the funny thing. It's funny you mentioned that. I remember in the, in the 80s, they were going to, they were talking about doing a trilogy. I was thinking, I'm going to be dead before they do this. So I, <laughs> I, we did get to see this, uh, the first one here, but you're right. There might be a second <laughs> and third we may not see if they don't hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you've got to be thankful for anything that you get, really, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And and, and Stephen, $2 billion Star Wars is almost $2 billion. So, yeah. And I'm sure, Stephen, you helped pay for some of this. I'm sure you saw stores at least once. <laughs> yeah, I, I have seen it just once, Jay, uh, but I would go back to see it again in the cinema, and that's quite unusual for me. So, yeah, I, I would go back. <laughs> we'll be seeing more Star Wars and Star Wars spinoffs and stuff like that, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, lots to come in the future from the Star Wars universe. Uh, we're a bit more um, grounded today and back on Earth with our movies. Two very different films today, actually, Jay. And uh, first up, we have Ride Along 2 which is out now and is rated 12A. It stars Ice Cube, Kevin Hart and Tika Sumter. It's directed by Tim Story. Well, what's it about? As his wedding day approaches, Ben heads to Miami with his soon-to-be brother-in-law James to bring down a drug dealer who's supplying the dealers of Atlanta with product. Oh, we got company. Lose him! Hold on. Are you signaling? It is a force of heaven! The brothers-in-law just got to town. You say that again, I'm gonna shoot you in the face. I need you here now. I'm marrying someone on Saturday. Get your gun down! Put it down! Put your gun down! Again? My nerves is bad, man. (sighs) Oh my god! He a zombie. Headshot. Walking dead. Yo, James. Let's get ridiculous. So, Jay, this is a sequel, obviously, to Ride Along, uh, which starred Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Uh, how does it compare? Is it as funny as the original? Well, actually, it's, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that. Personally, I thought the script wasn't quite as good, but I thought it was actually funnier. You know, I was in with uh, an audience you know, on my screening, and they really laughed all the way through. Like I said, it's almost similar to the first one. You know, in the first... Kevin Hart is a security guard, and uh, he wants to get to ride along with Ice Cube, his brother-in-law, who is a cop. And that's how it begins, and then he becomes a cop. Now he's, uh, he's just uh, he just graduated from the police academy, and Ice Cube is going to go to Miami to interrogate some drug dealers and stuff like that. So he wants to ride along, and, of course, Kevin Hart 
uh, begs to go along, and, uh, and his fiance Angela asks uh, her brother, "Please, please take him on. Get him out of my hair for the for the next week." So he does, and there's bikini-clad women in Miami. They meet some drug dealers, and listen to this: Kevin Hart even wrestles. A Florida alligator over here where I live, uh, Stephen. Uh, well, what do you think of that? That must be something you're uh, quite familiar with. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, I'm not kidding. There's nothing to see an alligator to come up on your front yard and uh, to look around. Okay, what's going on over here? They have to call the wildlife people to get them away. But when I was a kid, long time ago, see, we used to uh, wrestle them ourselves and grab them. And, uh, so, uh, yep. Uh, Stephen, wouldn't you like to live here in uh, Florida with the alligators? Um, I don't know about that, Jay, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm more used to cows. You'll pass on that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing, I, I've been to Florida once, Jay. I do remember thinking, these animals look weird. There was lots of kind of weird big birds and things. and I don't know. I couldn't tell what they were. You could have saw an armadillo or anything like. Yeah, yeah you're right. We get a, We have a lot of animals here. And, uh, a lot of wildlife. Well, there's a lot of wildlife here with uh, with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, of course, he does a lot of screaming and and you know what you what you hear <laughs> when things happen is it really the movie is juvenile, cliche, formulaic, everything you would expect as well. But you know what? That doesn't matter. It's still entertaining. It's still fun. The chemistry between the two characters. Uh, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube, I don't think is as good as what we saw in, in some of these other buddy cop films. But it's fun. Maybe by the time Ride Along, we'll say Seven comes along, <laughs> they might they might uh, they might do a lot better together, Stephen. Yeah, Kevin Hart, he's the kind of funny man, Jay, isn't he? he? He's a U.S. comedian, and he's doing a lot more movies these days. And it seems like almost every role that Ice Cube plays is a grumpy cop. Exactly right. Or, or a grumpy, he did a, a, a movie a couple of years ago with the kids. He was a kind of a grumpy non-cop. But you know what? I really like what Ice Cube has done with himself over the past, you know, five, eight years. And uh, I like him as an actor. And I think he's been doing great. And, um, yeah, he usually has like the secondary character or, uh, you know, or with somebody else. But that's fine as long as he, he does a great job with it. And Kevin Hart, like you said, he's a comedian that's, once again, also, like I went from a rapper to an actor. Well, Kevin Hart was a comedian to an actor. And he does a great job. Kevin Hart, I'm looking forward to another film coming up later this summer called Central Intelligence. And he's going to be with The Rock. That actually looks funnier than this. Stephen, this film here, go see it, I guess. It's, one of, it's not a waste of your time. It is entertaining, but... It may be a waste of your money. You know, it's, it's not the best film out there. I'm going to give it a C rating. Uh, it's an average film. Not a waste of your time, but a waste of your money if you pay a lot of money to go see it. So mildly entertaining, I would guess. Humorous, uh, but not. it's not going to blow you away. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, Jake, for anyone who doesn't know, if we can just get a quick recap on your world-famous rating system and how it works. Yes. I started this back in uh, college, so I keep it. I'm making like a re- report card. A, so good, blind people like it. B, I'm glad I could hear it. C, I had one eye open. D, I'm glad I couldn't see it. 
And my favourite, F, blindness is a blessing. <laughs> so a good steady C for Ride Along too. then. Okay, our next film is very different, Jay, and uh, quite a serious subject matter. It's called Spotlight. It's out on the 29th of January. It's rated 15, directed by Tom McCarthy. It stars Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams and Liev Schreiber. And it's the story of how the Boston Globe uncovered the massive scandal of child abuse and cover-up within the local Catholic archdiocese, shaking the entire Catholic church to its core. Guys, listen. Everybody's going to be interested in this. Obviously, the church will fight us very hard. Trying to get some background information. I don't want you recording this in any way, shape, or form. Nothing. We understand you've settled several cases against the church. I can't discuss that. There aren't any records of any of these settlements. Nope. When you're a poor kid from a poor family, and when a priest pays attention to you, it's a big deal. How do you say no to God? Spotlight. This is the tip line. You think he's got something? I want to keep digging. We need to focus on the institution. Show me that it came from the top down. Now, Jay, this is a, a very serious issue to tackle, but it's actually based on a true story. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this actually took place around 2001, 2002, and um, it takes place in Boston. There's a group of people that work for the Boston Globe called Spotlight. That's their name, and they spotlight different, uh, hopefully, things that are going wrong, and maybe things that are going right also. And um, it begins, actually, it jumps back like 10 years. There's a priest in a police station, and uh, along with a, a family that's saying, look, our son has been uh, abused of it. Well, the police kind of brush under the rug. Well, now it's 10, 15 years later, and it's in 2000, and now there's still trouble. And the bad thing is the Catholic Church itself is brushing it kind of under the rug and just moving the priest around, you know, so there's no problem. And that's what all this is, is showing in this film. And uh, I, I thought the, uh, the writers, they're the writers for the Boston Globe, do a fantastic job of investigating reporting. They're talking to the, the church, they're talking to the, the parents and the kids. And I tell you what, Stephen, you really get kind of mad when you're watching how and why did this go on for so long? And it really, really gets to you when you think about you know, that this has happened in, for so long and, and nobody done anything about it. And when, when you get that kind of uh, emotion, you know it's a good film. And this is an excellent film with great acting, great story. It is everything you want in a good film, Stephen. Yeah, I can imagine so, Jay. I, I had only recently heard of this movie and actually I, I really want to check it out uh, because one of the things really is it's got such a good cast. I'm a big fan of uh, Mark Ruffalo and Michael Keaton in particular and they seem like really strong actors to take on this kind of subject. Right, and I and I like Rachel McAdams also. And yeah, remember Michael Keaton won Academy Award last year. Now, this film is really doing good. You know, I'm a member of the... Uh, Critics' Choice Award, and you know our award show was on last week on television, and this movie Spotlight won our Critics' Choice Award. Now everybody expected Revenant to be the one that's going to win all the awards, so I don't know who we pick. Usually ends up with the Academy Award, so Spotlight may be uh, the award winner this year. We will see. Hmm. Um, I can find almost nothing wrong with this film. It's so interesting. Like I said, it brings out the raw emotions of what happened back then, and it's very worth seeing, Stephen. 
And uh, I think, in, in like you mentioned, in the United Kingdom, it doesn't open until next week. So you have a little bit of time. It opened over your rear a couple weeks ago. So it's not one of those kind of films where you're going to um, you know, see it on every at every theater. It's more of a, it's a drama, history, and uh, more of an artsy film. But it's very worse. Well, Stephen, Stephen. And I can imagine, because of the subject matter, Jay, that it could be a film that would stay with you for a while. When you leave, you talk to the people you go with and saying, how did this happen? Why did it happen? And all that. So you're, you're exactly right, Stephen. Okay, Jay, what rating would you give Spotlight then? Ah, uh, Stephen, you don't hear me do this too often. This is going to be a nice, solid A rating. Uh, you can't go wrong with it. And um, a really, really great drama. Good uh, dialogue-driven film. Well, Jay, I was going to ask you um, what film should we check out from these two, but they're two very different films, so I guess if you're in the mood for something to think about, Spotlight is ideal, and if you're looking for some fun, Ride Along 2 would probably fit the bill. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're exactly right. One's uh, an award-winning film, the other one is, uh, yeah, you just go for the fun, leave your brain at the door when you walk in. But, uh, Stephen, uh, if you don't have any auto-description, Spotlight is the film for you. Okay, Jay, thank you for some great uh, choices this week. I would uh, like to check out both of these movies for different reasons. If anyone listening would like to get in touch or maybe even check out some of your reviews for other movies, how can they? Yes, go to my website, blindsidereviews.com, and uh, you can go there and also go to my Facebook page from there. And you can always get some great pictures there, uh, Stephen, uh, either of me or... Something at the movies. Jay, it's always a pleasure. Thanks once again for joining me on The Morning Mix and uh, we'll talk with you again soon. Talk next week, Stephen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.